Deutsche Welle, Learning by Ear. Listen up, shape your future. Welcome to Learning by Ear, an episode one of our new 10-part radio drama series, A Bridge Over Gori, which tells the dramatic story of how religion and politics drive a wedge between two communities, two families, and two young people who are forced to hide their love for each other. Join our heroes as they discover the importance of dialogue, collaboration and tolerance and try to resolve a conflict which seems to be set in stone. In today's episode, we meet Hari, Leila and their friends. They are second-year students returning to Ubuntu College after the summer break. Hari is living with his uncle, a Catholic priest, and he is finding it a little difficult. Leila is shocked by her younger brother's new behavior. Their family life drastically changed a few months ago and she must now help to bring him up. Listen up and find out in our first episode, Back to Ubuntu College. Gori is a flourishing market town divided by a river. People here grow maize and fruit. Many hundreds of years ago, the good farming attracted immigrants from all parts of Africa. As a result, there are people of different color, cultures, languages and religions. Ten years ago, an enlightened leader from Gori, Chief Solomon Banda, had a vision of setting up a truly integrated society of Africans for Africans and established Ubuntu College, a progressive interfaith place of learning for 16 to 18-year-olds, girls and boys. Two years ago, Philip and Harry joined the college and the two friends are now very excited about seeing everyone again after the long summer break. Hey, hi Philip, how are you? Good, Harry. And you? Great. Although it's not always easy to live with an uncle who's a Catholic priest. I sympathize, man. And your school report? Not like yours. All straight A's, I bet. Yes, my dad was pleased for a change. My mother didn't seem bothered. And you? Four grade A's and three grade B's. My parents and relatives back in my village were happy to hear the news. But you know my uncle, he's never satisfied. He will always find something to complain about. Harry? That Philip will walk off with the head boy badge if you're not careful. Me? Ha! I'm not good-looking enough to be head boy. <laughs> you? You turn all the girls' heads. That's why I hang around you. <laughs> 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 Philip, we are going to go on having fun together. And you are going to introduce me to your world of city lights and pretty girls, right? <laughs> <laughs> Same old Harry. Give me five. <laughs> Hey, Philip, my leader! Hey, hey Matt! Harry! Hey, Matt! <laughs> Take us into the field, let us fight! <laughs> Matt, my right-hand man, comrade in arms. Now, what am I? Your right hand or your arms? Make up your mind! <laughs> <laughs> ah, the sound of learning. Hey, guys. It's good to be back after the long summer break. Are we the greatest trio in Ubuntu College or what? We are. Long live the Ubuntu Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> and they were indeed. And what a force in their school soccer team. Harry, Matt and Philip, the Ubuntu Chiefs. Meanwhile, on the other side of the school ground, there was Leila, a girl Philip had spent hours gazing at in class. Beautiful, with eyes like dark pools. Philip watched her greeting her buddies. 
Roshi, you look great. Did you have a good holiday? Yeah, we had nice picnics and family gatherings. It was fun. Oh. <laughs> Any nice boys in the family? Leila, I wish. All the boys were my age look so young. And you? My brother was a pain, as usual. And my father didn't let me do much except read and help around the house. He thinks I should stay out of the sun so that I stay fair-skinned. All these old-fashioned ideas. Hasn't he heard that black is beautiful? <laughs> What about your running? I hope you kept it up. I did, in my room. It was oh. too hot to run outdoors, all covered up from head to toe. Leila, we must find out how other Muslim girls train. You're not the first, and we need you fit and ready to win more gold cups for our house. <laughs> <laughs> huh. So you only want me for my body? <laughs> Ubuntu College is all about boys and girls taking part in teamwork and sports. Just tell your father it's part of the school curriculum. I mean, it's what your mother would have wanted. <sighs> yes, you're right. Pity she's not here to insist that my brother Hassan comes here one day. It will knock that militant nonsense out of his head. Cheer up. There's the bell. Time for morning assembly. Oh, yeah. I am because of you I'm human because you're human too And as the college anthem flowed, so too did the river outside. Its muddy waters divided the town and separated two very influential families. Harry's family, the Dembeles, and Leila's family, the Omers. Harry's father, Chief Bandile Dembele, was a traditional ruler out in the rural areas. There was no decent school there. So two years ago, he decided to ask his brother, the powerful father Barnabas, to take Harry in and give him a good schooling at the progressive Ubuntu College. Harry called him Bishop Uncle for fun, but through his friendship to Matt and Philip, Harry was discovering a test for the city and that there was more to life than just being a good learner and a good Catholic. If only Matt would let him. We must go. Come on, guys. No, Matt. Susie and I were just having fun. Give us another 30 minutes. <laughs> Rachel and I need more time too. <laughs> Look at you both. A future priest. And you, Philip, the son of a leading newspaper editor. What would your parents say if they could see you now? We are only playing pool. Anyway, they would wish they hadn't missed out. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I have the car. If you don't come now, you walk. All right, man. Hey. Yeah. All, right. All right. Bye, Bye. Harry. Bye, Phil. <laughs> Meanwhile, on the other riverside, the Omers were having dinner. Leila's father had lost his wife to cancer a while back and was bringing Leila and her younger brother Hassan up alone. He was a well-established businessman and sat on the local council. He complained that Father Barnabas was becoming too influential in Gori. Their business interests were starting to clash and Hassan was picking up radical talk from the older boys at the madrasa, the Islamic school at the mosque that he was attending, Something that Leila found very disturbing. You know, Leila, that Father Barnabas, he's too influential. He's got his eye on the same piece of land as the Islamic Council. 
but we applied for it first. Why does he want it? What reasons does a Christian need? He's against Islam. Hassan, we don't need that kind of talk. Anyway, what do you know about Christianity and Islam? You're just 12. You go to that silly Ubuntu college where they teach you that there's no one religion that has all the answers. But there is. I go to the madrasa. I know. Then you should know Muslims and Christians share a common belief in God. In one God. We the Muslims also recognize Jesus as a great prophet and marry his mother as a great woman of God. There's only Allah. Allah be praised. Shh. Be quiet. Hassan, please. Ishmael Omar speaking. Yes. Yes. Thursday the 11th. Uh, good. Yes. Uh, yes, yes. Oh, uh, I need the figures from the last meeting. And make sure you let Mr. Leighton Brown know. The editor-in-chief. Mr. Omer was far too busy running his business to see his son's radicalism or to do anything about it. But Leila could see it and she could feel trouble brewing ahead. And that's all from Learning by Ear for today. A new school year has started for Harry, Leila, Philip and their friends. They are all excited but do not yet know what awaits them. Please join us for episode 2 and discover how Philip deals with his first big shock. You have been listening to A Bridge of Agori, a story written by Romy Singh. And remember, if you want to hear the program again, subscribe to our podcasts or tell friends about it, please visit our website at www.dw-world.de. Goodbye for now.